It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. Start a family. To buy a home. Have a go. Have a go. And get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard. Work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to live. Work hard. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of the Have A Go podcast. Hope you're well. Hope everyone's well. My name's Dave Edwards. I'm with Dane Eldridge. We're here for another week, mate. How are you feeling? Mate, I'm feeling fantastic and it's great to be here with you, mate. And um, let's have another look at Australia. Do we give it another chance or dump it to Reggie's? I reckon we dump it. Yeah, I think so. But we'll know more by the end of this episode, won't we? We're, so we are moving into the, the domain of sport in this episode. We haven't touched yep. it so much in the series so far, but I think you would agree, and I think many of the listeners would agree, that this particular sporting competition is more than just a sporting competition. Definitely. It's a way of life for many of us. And I'm talking about state of origin. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about New South Wales versus Queensland, mm. cockroaches versus the cane toads. Yep. The entire rugby league season revolves around these three fixtures. Yep. And for good reason. It's mm. bloody compelling stuff, isn't it? I mean, how good is state of origin? Oh, mate, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm on my toes bouncing around just thinking about it. I mean, you know, state of origin transcends rugby league, it transcends sport, transcends Australia. I mean, it stirs the collective loins and it satiates our tribalistic caveman desires, you know, and that's just Channel 9 and the advertisers. (laughs) Um, But, you know, all those years ago when Arthur Beetson Beetson first punched his friend Michael Cronin back in 1980, Mm. we all knew that MasterChef was never going to win another ratings (laughs) battle. Nah. Good night. See you later. That's the essence of origin. I mean, let's go back to our childhood memories. I mean, yep. I have very strong visceral memories of State of Origin. I mean, mm. the biggest sporting event of the year for mine and continues mm. to be. And the yep. anticipation would run throughout the whole week. It would. So, you know, the testosterone would be coursing through my blood mm. stream on a Monday. Yes. And then reach its crescendo at, at 7.30pm on a Wednesday night. Yes. You know, I'd buy the Daily Telegraph. I'd read that on the way to school, on the train, maybe even splash out on a copy of Rugby League Week. Yep. Immerse myself in the writings of, you know, scribes such as Buzz Rothfield and Roy Masters. And yep. Steve Mascord. Yeah. I mean, yep. that, that Wednesday afternoon at school, you know, would be spent playing touch footy on the back mm. courts at mm. school, pretending you were, you know, whoever that origin player was. Yeah. Laurie Daly. Andrew Johns. And it was almost unbearable, wasn't it? Because the clock yeah. would be going backwards. You're just like, oh, I can't wait to get to 7.30. Okay. And then, you know, you get to 7.30 and Channel 9 kicks the uh, pushes the kickoff time back even further. They say 8 o'clock yeah. and then it's really quarter past 8. It's torture. But that's great, it's, like it's not so torturous when you've got Kenny Sutcliffe doing his pre-game primer in the 90s. I mean, yes. that was part of the experience for me. Yeah. Was letting it run 45 minutes an hour late. Yes. Expecting that 8.30 time kickoff. Yes. That, you just, you, it, was about, it was about the build-up, wasn't it? It was. And you knew that Channel 9 were doing something serious when they'd get uh, a sporting personality in that had nothing to do really with rugby league, yeah. like how we had Carl Stefanovic last oh, year. Oh, yeah. So we're pulling out Event the big television. Guns. Event television, that's right. Must-see television. It's fit for a Stefanovic. So why is it so popular? I mean, what's the magic dust, would you say? <laughs> well, mate, I Can mean, we explain it? I mean, yeah, well, look, I mean, origin is compared to war, you know, and rightly so. And by that, I mean the culture wars, okay, (laughs) because, you know, it is basically a microcosm of Australia's culture wars, isn't it? Queensland, like it or lump it, they are the underdogs. It's it's Gladiator. It's basically the movie Gladiator. It is. I think Wayne Bennett was actually based on Marcus Aurelius. (laughs) That's right. Okay, so like, I mean, look, Queensland, their their spirit, it's mythical. You know, it's it's cult-like. 
You know what I mean? The Queenslander call. Mark Coyne's miracle try. We don't fucking know how that worked from New South Wales. I've got no concept of of history of origin and don't care. No, I don't care either. But it's like Queensland, everything that underpins what gets them going for this game is that they have a huge chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Okay. And it comes from the early days when New South Wales forced their players to play for us, Mm. which is a load of shit because they actually all came down for the pokey money. Yeah. Okay, so they they can they can we can debunk that right there. Well, that's right. So let's quickly look at the history yep. of Origin. So I mean, before the national competition came about, yep. Queensland had their own competition. Yep. And over time, many of those Queensland players came to play for some of the richest Sydney clubs. Yep. And Queenslanders weren't happy about that, and that led to this general resentment mm, against mm. New South Wales, which still burns deeply yes. uh, to this day. So in 1980, as a solution, the State of Origin series was created yep. uh, to allow Queenslanders to play for their original state. Mm. And that kind of put a stop to New South Wales' dominance, didn't it? It certainly did. Pokey money or no pokey money, the jig was up. Yeah. Okay, so Queensland got to keep all their, all their good players. And we get fired up here in New South Wales, but it's nothing compared to Queenslanders. I mean, that feeling for them, that passion that stirs mm. deep within them is tenfold because they are, they are the self-appointed underdogs. They certainly are, and that's why every time uh, New South Wales string a few series wins together that Origin is dead or dying, okay, yeah. because it's not about New South Wales, it's about Queensland. And you, you speak to any Queenslander about state of origin and they're completely humorless yeah. when it comes to origin. The concept is sacred. I mean, I remember 20 years ago, Brian Fletcher threw a, an imaginary hand grenade into mm. the air and they're still pissed off. Yeah. They still can't move, move on from it. They can't move on. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. So Queensland's uh, underdogs and New South Wales are the cocky clinical sophisticates. With too much, too much resources. Always better on paper, but not as good on the field. That's right. I actually mm. saw when I was kind of doing the limited amount of research I've done for this episode. <laughs> there's actually an origin movie being made at the moment. Oh, okay. And right. it's by a team of Queensland producers. Oh, of, of course. course. Yep. And it's basically going to focus on the underdog yep. status. Yep. It's going to formalise that in, mm. in film version. Uh, so I think that's actually going to be called The Underdogs. Oh, right. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, I think that's being produced with public funding. Okay. Um, Sounds like an ISIS propaganda video. I think it will be akin to propaganda. <laughs> yeah. uh, but obviously the history of State of Origin is a tale that helps to define Queensland. Yes. Isn't it? Not so much New South Wales. No, We no. don't define ourselves by State of Origin. No, not at all. No, we don't really care about it. I mean, it's, a, it's just, I mean. We're too busy tearing down stadiums. That's right. <laughs> for some reason. We're too busy working 90-hour weeks to pay off our million-dollar mortgages, yeah, to be honest. propping up the national economy. That's right, but it's good that Queensland care that much, isn't I think it? It's nice, isn't it? And that's and that was um that was seen in the uh, recent COVID parochialism mm. wars, wasn't it? Mate, well, we, I mean, we've been in each other's throats for the last fifteen months, New South Wales and Queensland. We certainly have, and that's flared up into premier wars as well. Mm. I mean, mm. uh, our heads of state, yes, if you want to call them that, mm. uh, Gladys down here, Anna mm. up there. <laughs> Uh, they've been bashing each other via text message yeah. over state of origin. I mean, how does that make you feel as a New South Welshman to see, I guess, you know, the, the flagrant disregard that mm. Anastasia Palaszczuk had for us as New South Welshmen? It's just a triumph of raw, naked parochialism, wasn't it? But as a New South Welshman, I was disgusted. Yeah. Okay, you know, you, just hanging a, a flag off the bridge this year is not going to be enough if we win and or lose. Yeah. Um, you know, Gladys and Anastasia, it was a, it was a, a modern war, wasn't it? You know, fought by WhatsApp, passive-aggressive, mm. do you know what I mean, through people, through Chinese yeah. whispers, never face-to-face. No. But it was up there, wasn't it? It's yeah. one, like with the Fraser Ali, yeah. uh, Letterman, Jay Leto, you know, <laughs> and like when Chief flogged Marty Bella. 
yeah. that's just what I thought of when when this was playing out. Two heavyweights. That's right. Taking a hit up. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, one thing I know is that State of Origin provides great stability mm. in times of change. <laughs> yeah. So it's been challenging times. I mean, we mentioned COVID. Mm. I mean, sport is a way of controlling the masses. And I think no no sport has done it better than rugby league and State of Origin. Mm. And I think the only thing that keeps me watching State of Origin is the fact that I've always done it. Yes. Um, and that I don't know any better. Is that yeah. the same for you? I mean, why do you watch Origin? Is it something innate within you that you can't explain or... You know, do you think that you've been brainwashed or does it just make take you to a safe space? Uh, chiefly, I would say it's because it always resurfaces Victoria's origin envy every year and I just get great <laughs> schadenfreude from that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're right because I know no better. And you know what? It, and my body just transforms on that Wednesday night. Yeah. It's the three weeknights a year when I can be as irrational and as silly as I want to be. You know what I mean? I, I can forget about climate change. I can forget <laughs> about China, you know, the rise of Peter Credlin. That's and right. I can just seek solace in the comforting bosom of sport. That's right. I mean, who cares that the seas are rising? This ref is rigged, okay? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, look, mate, uh, I, I know no better and that's why it, I do it. That's interesting. I mean, we still love it. We don't know why we love it, but we do. But is it still the same? Is State of Origin still authentic? I think that's a big question that State of Origin needs to answer. And I think State of Origin has been shirking that question for some time. It's avoiding it. Is it merely a social construct that we buy into? <laughs> you know, is it crass consumerism? Is it faux parochialism? Ultimately, is the joke on us? Is it, yeah, is it tabloid wars? Is it the Courier Mail against the Daily Telegraph thinking mm. that it speaks for the masses? I mean, look, as again, when Artie belted Crow, I mean, do you think the first thing they thought of was Jesus would look good cross-promoted with Lego Masters? I think that was the first thing I'd they thought so. of. I'd say so. But it's, it's just been like the, just the tapestry's just been slowly pulled, the thread's being pulled, and mm. it's mainly through fluid eligibility rules. That's, that was what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That's a farce. It is. It's I a mean, farce. I think it's it's progressive, actually, of origin to allow people to identify any way they want to. It That's is. very modern. <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess one of the great things about origin is learning where these players come from. I, I like that. I think it's a nice tribute mm, uh, mm. to to you know the local clubs and that connection to grassroots and to juniors and so forth. Yep. But is it un PC to just demand that they fucking play for the state that they grew up in? Oh well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, who's to say how anyone wants to identify these? That's days? right. And I think another thing about state of origin. I mean, I talked about the um, uh, you know, the the, the cleansing of state of origin. <laughs> yep. And sport in general. I mean, men don't bleed from the face anymore. <laughs> Not enough for my liking. I mean, my memories, those evocative memories of old of Benny Elias with blood streaming down both cheeks. Mm. Um, you know, headband around. You know, blokes just wobbling around, barely yep. able to stand up after copping a big head knock. Mm. I mean, I know and appreciate that science indicates things yep. like um, CTE being mm. problematic in sport and there are mm. class actions and so forth. Mm. But no melees anymore. No. You never see 34 blokes piling into a melee. I mean, no. is that is that good or bad? And I want you to take a binary stance here. Mate, good or bad? It's bad because, you know, origin has been woke-washed. Yeah. Whichever way you look at it, mate, we've had punching band, you know, just to appease the millennials yep. who give, do, give no shits whatsoever about state of origin. Yep. I mean, when Paul Gallen repeatedly thumped Nate Miles in the forehead that night, you know, don't worry about the gross consumption concussion that gave us cut through in the AFL states yeah okay and now we're abandoning that okay we're trying to teach the kids the right way now with handbags yeah you know I, th I just think it's a fundamental that's um, right mate you know what I mean it's just it's not correct it goes against the fabric of the game and I think also with that comes the eradication of characters within yes. the game because characters are always defined by violence yeah, and course. there are no violent <laughs> characters anymore I mean there's no people with problematic drinking problem like issues and there's no heavy chain smokers I mean no. Tommy Rionicus just passed away RIP yes I mean he was one of the great 
larrikins. Wasn't he? Of state of origin. Is the demise of larrikins tied into the demise of state of origin? Well, mate, I'll, I'll read a list of names to you and you right. tell me if there's any of these blokes kicking around in modern footy. You know, yeah. Alfie, the axe, mm. Spud. Dishhead Dowling. Oh my God. Even the referees, mate. Grasshopper Gummersall. <laughs> he okay. sounds. He sounds like there's something. There's something going he on. He sounds like there. he went to a Catholic school. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> and even like look at Fatty's Neville's back in the day, yeah. back in 1995, the peak of Queensland spirit. Yeah. I mean, that was a team half made up of first graders and labour hire. Yeah. Mate, you will not see that in the modern day, and that's because Origin has been whitewashed. <laughs> Sundays on Trady FM, it's Sunday Footy. Sunday, Sunday Footy. footy. Join Tomo, Singlets, Johnny Boots and a range of other nondescript, tonally indistinguishable white blokes as they discuss the weekend's events in, issues related to and criminal activity associated with footy. Without doubt, the worst team I've ever seen. Come on, Singlets, this bloke's taking the piss. Were you there, Tomo? How do you know he was wearing pants? <laughs> Turn it up, Singlets. It's no holds barred, no beg your pardons. Footy chat, the way it was meant to be. Straight from the hip, from black with histories of DUI. And don't you worry, there's some laughs on the way too. No shit, Tilma. Do they make them for men too? <laughs> <laughs> Sunday footy. With thanks to institutionalised attitudes to trivial subtopics and Rigby's hire. You need some shit for hire? Come talk to the blokes that have been helping build Australia since 1925. Angle grinder, hammer, drill, drain, cleaner, impact driver, generator, air compressor, or a cordless drill. Renovation, demolition, Scotty cam on television, bricks, saws, block saws, come and have a go. We've got some shit for hire. Nationally, are the best. We, we don't, don't do license checks, engineer, workplace disclaimers on our website. Rigby's higher. Honest working since the world's been turning. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. So the win winner, winner and Australia's next top model, 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 Another week, another very important topic, and we're covering that with uh, social commentator, comedian, and great friend of the Have A Go podcast, Luke Heggie. Heggie, welcome, mate. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be a friend of the podcast. Friend of the number one. Mm. Yep, number one ticket holder. Yeah. (laughs) So, speaking of tickets, state of origin. We're talking about uh, state of origin, New South Wales versus Queensland rugby league. Yeah. It's more than just a game. I mean, you're a Queenslander. Yes. What does state of origin mean to you? Nah, mate against mate, state against state. Um, nothing better, really. Go the toads. Um, origin just means everything. Everything. It means, it means Even though I've not lived in Queensland for decades, I still yeah. hate the fucking cockroaches <laughs> for a month or so in the middle of every year. Yep. So My, you still subscribe to this like Queenslander mentality, even though you're living in Sydney, you're a coastal yeah. elite now. Yeah. My son's a goddamn cockroach, and I, yeah. I remind him of that at every possible opportunity. Yep. Um, <laughs> go to totes. Uh, yep. Nothing more dangerous than a Queenslander with his back against the wall, as Ooh. they say, as history has shown us yeah. time and again. That's Sport right. and history, like, you know, 
they go together. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's almost mythical, isn't it? The Queenslander spirit. And as yeah. a New South Welshman, you and me, Dave, we'll never understand it. Oh, Spiritless. I have no spirit. That's right. We're just vessels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spirit. The That's spirit right. has got Empty us out of the line. commerce vessels. <laughs> that's right. But yeah. is this, can you take us inside the Queensland spirit or is it something that's um, it's, it's not in, allowed to the outsider? It's intangible. It's nothing you could understand. As you say, never forget that it's, oh, that's 9-11, but never forget. <laughs> never write off a mighty maroon. Yeah. Uh, historically, even the fat ones play well when they wriggle themselves <laughs> into the historical maroon jersey, uh, especially at the Cauldron. I've been there. I've been there multiple times, actually, when you, your average Queensland Bevan with absolutely no positives in his life just screams himself hoarse mm. before the first whistle's mm. even been blown. He's been doing it all day, sir, that sort of shit. Just, just standing at the Blues Tunnel telling their shit people at yeah. volume. That's uh, at the actual game. What about the pregame? I mean, the Caxton Hotel has been part of... Folklore. Oh, I mean, man, we as yeah. New South Welshmen can only think about what that experience would be like. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Growing up, I mean, there was that famous footage of the the Blues bus just getting pelted with cans, and they, they weren't lobbed. Hostile. That was like the cans were exploding yeah. as they hit the side of the bus, and yeah. and I was actually told as a New South Welshman, don't go to the Caxton, and I still never have been, and it's it's got that aura. Is it is it bad? Will I get glassed at the Caxton? Oh, it's been totally homogenised now. <laughs> that was that was back pre nanny state when you could buy a full can, tell them not to fucking open it <laughs> yeah. at the bar because he might have to throw it at a, at a cockroach. And they said, yeah, fair enough, I won't open it. He's six. Um, but, uh, no, it's totally changed now. It's, uh, you know, you could walk in there un- unscathed. right? Yeah. Even as a cockroach. Just seems yeah, to me like the kind of place where you have to sign a waiver on arrival. Mm. No, nah, it used to be. The characters are gone. My dad mm. used to go dwarf throwing at the Caxton, but uh, <laughs> Tuesday nights, that's gone. Every Wednesday. Now yeah, they just peg- Tuesday, dwarfs yeah. Wednesday. Now they just peg the bus, uh, pelt the bus with focaccia, you know, or, yeah, or a piccolo. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, two for one deal. So there's still the odd sort of Queensland character who'll die face down outside the Caxton yep. and yep. Um, just you know, take his last breath. Noble, noble Queens- death. Queensland Valhalla, as it's called, <laughs> uh, taking your last breath on your way out of the caco. So do you think, I mean, you've touched on like origin as war almost. It's a, it's yeah. a gladiatorial conquest. I mean, do you think it's more than just sport? It's way more than sport. I mean, so what much. The, what the fuck are you talking about? It's everything. <laughs> yeah. It's sticking it to the silver tiles down here in corporate. Uh, <laughs> sure, we're, we're digging big holes up there, looking for even more Queensland spirit yep. under the ground. But you bastards have ties on when you're committing your white-collar crimes. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're Proudly of, so. A pair of King G's on when we're doing it. Um, <laughs> look on, looking down on us. Yeah. That's, that's the whole yeah. thing of it. You're better than us. You reckon we're all banjo playing hillbillies who shoot stuff for fun. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like we're in payroll and you're down there driving the forklifts. Yeah. 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 Well, it's yeah. all well and good poking fun until Gordy grabs you by the collar and flings you into the fucking third row, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. Have that. It's just, I remember seeing the cockroaches sipping Gatorade at half time. Right. For the first time ever. The Queenslanders, they're having well done steaks in their bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> Icy cold can of Forex and, and a couple of durries. Oranges at half time. Fuck. Is there vodka in those? No. Well, fuck off then. What are we, under 12s? So, give me That's a beer. That's Queensland spirit. They're yeah. shotgunning beers yeah. half time. They all get a fork and a can. Yeah. So, so mate, I mean, look, yeah, it's more than a sport, obviously, as you've summed up there. Is there any sort of um, uh, like a metaphor that you could, um, besides the corporate thing, as, uh, as we've stated, is there any other sort of prism we can look at it through? Just for the outsider, I mean, you know, if you did, those who follow rugby league, they understand it. But, you know, we get the outsiders come in at this time every year. How would you describe origin to oh, them? I'd say stay away from it. <laughs> so unless, unless you've got maroon blood coursing through your veins, stay yeah. away from the cauldron, you're going to get bashed. And, <laughs> and fair enough. My yeah. wife's a Queensland. And she says that to me every day. Yeah. You see my wedding vows for some reason. I don't know why she went off on that tangent. Mate, during COVID, there's been a real rise in state-based parochialism. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've talked about the relations between Queensland and New South Wales, but I think 
Are they at an all-time low now, would you say? Oh, man, was it ever at a high? I mean, besides a wickety-whack show at Twin Towns, why the fuck would a Queenslander need to go to New South Wales? <laughs> yeah. Unless you're crossing just over the border into, into uh, Tweed Heads. Maybe go to the SFS and get the boys home in a decider and uh, stay yeah. one night, bash a bartender at the Coogee Bay Hotel because they don't stock Forex. Get the hell out of there before you catch a dose of the soft cocks <laughs> down here. When you're in New South Wales, I mean, here, if you just see someone on the street, can you tell they're a Queenslander? What, what do you... What is it about yeah. a Queenslander that you can just immediately discern? Probably the Queensland jersey. Yeah, um, yeah. They're yeah. all wearing them. Yeah. Whatever the season. There's yeah. a corporate Queensland wardrobe, isn't Some it? of them, some yeah. of them can't get it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if they do happen to have it off, there's something. There's there's a lopsided yeah. mouth. Mm. There's uh there's some there's shuffling thongs. <laughs> I don't know. King G's. There's yeah, always there's like something. grazing on the knees. Yeah, there's something. When yeah. they dress up, it's just like moleskins that are tucked in uh, yeah. tablecloth shirt. That's a the farmer in the city look. Yeah, mm. concrete cowboys boots. Yeah. Parole anklet, maybe. <laughs> Queensland tuxedo. Yeah. Oh, they make they make moleskins now with a slightly wider um, flare on one of the legs for the ankle bracelet. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so you can get out there with utilitarian, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's nice. I mean, um, we, we jest, but you know, there's some people that say that state of origin has become commercialised, sanitised, cynical. Even it's not mm. what it used to be. Mm. You know, the hits aren't quite as big. <laughs> um, blokes can't bash each other nah, as can't. much as they used to be able to. Do you think that this is going to potentially have an impact on the next generation of, of kids, you know, who aren't so used to being exposed to blokes bashing well, each other at 7.30pm on a Wednesday? I mean, it's more than that. There's a lot at stake here. I remember uh, Mel Menanga doing a pep talk in about 94. And, <laughs> a uh, TED talk? Oh, pep talk. <laughs> oh, pep talk. <laughs> oh, okay. Pretty much the same thing. Um, that's a Queensland TED talk. It's yeah. just a circle of blokes. You're in the middle and you're screaming. Everyone's naked yeah. for some reason. And Mal's just asking you to get off the line quickly. Yeah, yeah. well, he, yeah. he didn't know the camera was right on his shoulder. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so not his fault, but uh, some fruity language. It was. An absolute highlight of my childhood, that was. Yeah. He said, so just beamed through unedited. There was no yeah, straight dump through live. Yep. Yeah. Well, had was just, Ray Warren just kind of. Fly. Translating that for the audience, or no, just letting was, it run that was silently, just letting it go. Incredulous that Mal is saying words like "fuck" and oh. "cunt" on uh, <laughs> on television. See, these days, PM. the commentator would just cut away, or they'd talk over it. Yeah, mm. you know, back in the day, we'll so, just run an ad for Ampol. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. just say, or just or call it you know, the Ampol profanities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember but, that um, too. I remember I was I was shocked as a New South Welshman, as a sheltered New South Welshman, yeah. that you know a grown man could say these words on the TV oh, and superb. and they they let it run for I think it was a good nearly ten yeah. to twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah, I easy. think they ran the transcript the next day in the Herald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the full unedited transcript. There was an ad below as well. There's two page yeah. spread in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey Norman sponsored it. But I mean, it has it has been homogenised a little. I mean, you can't just spear spear tackle a goddamn cockroach anymore and then kick his lifeless head. Because the nanny state got involved. I mean, back before the Mm. fun police got their hands on one of the last things we were allowed to do, some bloke had put a bomb up, first whistle, and there'd be six punches thrown by the time it hit the turf. (laughs) I'm all for concussion protocols, but is it getting out of hand? I mean, scientists are getting involved now. There's entertainment as well, you've got to think of, on the other hand. That's why kids are off now. They don't see men getting bashed. They don't know how to defend themselves against the inevitable bashing they're going to get upon entering adulthood. They certainly don't know how to administer a bashing. Well, I'm, t- I'm yeah, having to take t- my kid to UFC fights now because Origins become softer than Oztag. Yeah, yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. That's over quickly too, isn't it? Mm, I think mm. people, people bang on a UFC. UFC. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's two minutes. Are they close cousins, Origin and UFC? Uh, I, I think know. there's some ties there, isn't there? But it's probably distant now. I mean, mm. no, who could who could uh, deny that maybe UFC took its early cues from Origin? You mm. know well, what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, they take some of the players as well yeah. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> That's who end, of, end of your league career, nothing yeah. better than strapping on yeah. the gloves. That's right. Getting out there. 15 years of hit-ups, just going to the octagon. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. That'll be good for your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Precursor. I mean, but it has been uh, – COVID, COVID has been an absolute boon for Queensland, though, back on that um, – Yeah. Just, just to get back to trying to, trying to be their own country, yeah. R.I.P. Mm. J.B. Occupy-Peterson. Um, <laughs> could have been the first president of Queensland if everybody got on board. Yeah. We'd all just eat mangoes, bananas and beef and nothing else. Yep. Cops could go back to bashing the youth and killing environmentalists, <laughs> the enemies of progress. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there's a reason the word mentalist – He's hiding in plain sight in the word environmentalist. Um, mm. That's why they need taken out. I drove, drove through the border a couple of times during COVID. And yeah. um, right when COVID mania was yep. at its peak. Just the yeah. Queensland, New South the Wales border or just endemic. all the borders? Queensland, New South Wales. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Straight through the like the front door? Or did you try and do the, you know, like the like just a little back room, back, back oh, street through Tweed or anything? No, 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 no. Straight through. I mean, they heard the hatred of cockroaches in my accent and just waved me through. <laughs> yeah. I, went, I went through the border sideways once with uh, 50% of my body not even in the car. I just, they just go, go ahead, mate. You're clearly one of us. <laughs> Exhibiting plenty of flu-like yeah. symptoms. Yeah. Come on in, buddy. Yeah. How good is it getting on the Darren Lockyer Highway? When oh, you get into Queensland, though. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, they, they, all, name, all their, they name their major roads after origin heroes. Yeah. 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 That I mean, is, we don't do that in New South Wales. It's just West Connex, just a fucking mm, brand name. It's just a letter and a number. But up yeah. there, you know, there's like a, there's billboards of Jimmy Ma, you know, coming yeah. down from, from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. I mean, Queensland. They celebrate their icon, heroes. Don't they? We don't celebrate our heroes here like Queenslanders. No. And that's the problem, I think. Well, we are just about set, and we always know the kickoff is just around the corner when we go to Phil Gould for the last word. Thank you, Peter. I'm often asked, what is the true meaning of origin? Is it courage? Is it character? Or is it simply exposing your soul to the furnace and doing whatever it takes for your teammates, your family, and most of all, your state? Well, it's about all these things. But for me, there's only one thing about origin that stands above all else. The Corpies. When these 34 brave young men take the field tonight and the adrenaline is surging, thoughts will turn to the culmination of years and years of hard work and dreams and dedication. And for yours truly, that same grassroots group will be on display at the 25 private functions I'm scheduled to speak at over the coming six-week origin period. From corporate golf days to industry events across the hospitality, retail and superannuation sectors and even a motivational speaking slot at the FY22 sales kickoff for a fintech SaaS startup. This, everybody, is the true meaning of origin. But as we approach kickoff, always remember the words once spoken to me by the great Jack Gibson. In origin, you've always got to protect your territory. So back the fuck up, Vince Sereni. Enjoy your origin footy. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Mr Packer, could you please state your full name and the capacity in which you appear this afternoon, please? Mr Francis, State of Origin has been an incredibly successful concept mm. uh, for rugby league in general. Yep. I was thinking that maybe we can consider leveraging the success of State of Origin to try and solve some of the bigger more burning issues facing mm. Australia and Australians yes, today. Definitely. And when we cover that on a weekly basis on our podcast. Yeah, that's right. Let's turn our attention to solving some of those issues that maybe we haven't completely solved on previous podcasts. Sounds good, mate. I was thinking about the ABC. So obviously, <laughs> you know, the national broadcaster, yep. Q&A specifically. So mm. Q&A is Australia's water cooler program. It always yep. was. Yep. 
but it's been suffering terrible ratings this year after it was moved to Thursday. Firstly, can we move Q&A to Wednesday at 7.30? <laughs> Go head to head. And just, I, I just think that time slot's worked incredibly well for Origin throughout yep. the years. Yep. So just the build up on Monday. Yep. Get the talking points, you know, get the journalists buzzing about it. Yep. Um, insights from Danny Wilder on Tuesday leading into Wednesday, 7.30. And then you could also do how they do with the current affair when they do it like a blended program into Origin. We could just get Lee Sales. Uh, she can be doing an OB at the game. So yeah. she's got a desk set up at, at the front of Suncorp Stadium. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think that would be great. Yeah, and then she can just interview like Billy Slater or whoever, whoever's in at the time and just ask his opinion on asylum seekers. Well, I wonder yep. if the ABC has that kind of, you know, production sense enabled mm. to, yeah, doing an OB straight into a, a follow-up <laughs> program. I don't yeah. I don't see those kind of graphical overlays on the ABC. I don't know if they've got the, the withdrawal mm. for that. So maybe we need to move Q&A to Channel 9, Okay, basically, is what <laughs> I'm suggesting. And. I think some of those pre-game primers would be good for QA, yep. Q&A. Yep. So I think I want to see like a really well-edited montage of like Malcolm Turnbull and all the different times he wore a leather jacket <laughs> on Q&A. Like, kind of like a Billy Slater montage that you might see before a State of Origin match. Yep, yep. And we could overlay it with the really um, high-pitched and, um, you know, just overexcited uh, questions from the audience. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was actually going to suggest Steve Britton, <laughs> yeah. uh, the deep deep voice Channel 9 voiceover guy. I think that's a fantastic idea. I mean, the Q&A is crying out to be moved to the commercial stations. Yeah. I mean, that's right in the meat of the demographic right there, yeah. isn't it? And that's the only way to do it. And it's uh, Origin is going to save the dying concept. Okay. okay. All right, let's move on. So I think Origin myself, I think Origin can sort out Australia's um, immigration problems. I mean, you know, Australia's the immigration problem, you know, whichever side you sit, it's a problem. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if you're aware, and I'm not sure many people are, but the, the concept of origin was first mooted back in the year 1900 by a journo. He was called the Cynic, who I think was an <laughs> early ancestor of the mole. Um, and he actually wanted he wanted a state of origin uh, because a recent immigrant to Queensland uh, wanted to play for his state of New South Wales. Okay, right. so, so origin is born and built on the immigration yep. debate. And I think as these days with Queensland just poaching any player and like widening its borders to include mm. New Zealand, which is completely off brand for their protectionist tendencies, to be honest. <laughs> but um, why don't we try and use that, you know, with our immigration policy? Okay. Okay. So, you know, Peter Dutton, okay, yep. he's a proud Queenslander, mm. probably Australia's highest ranked Queenslander, probably just below um, Bernard Fanning, I'd yep. say. Um, he doesn't like an outsider. Okay. He doesn't like an outsider. It's fair to say, isn't it? Very fair. Anyone who's listened to Talkback Radio, he can barely hide his disdain. Um but would Peter Dutton care more for Tamil asylum seekers if they could go the full 80? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we need to change the immigration laws, uh, utilise origin eligibility rules for refugees perhaps. What do you so think? So you're talking about that, like, that poor Tamil family hold up on Christmas Island. Yeah. Let's get some origin values in there. Yeah, maybe just a couple of camps, send Brad Fittler up there or perhaps and just um, or a couple of ex-players and just teach them the fundamentals. And if that doesn't work, we can just doctor up their passports to say that they played under-13s for Fassifern Bombers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if not, your granddad's just mates with Petro Sivanasiva, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Humanitarian obligations sorted. Mate, one of the biggest issues facing Australia today, as you know, as mm. all our listeners know, is China. Yep. We did our first episode of the Have A Go podcast. Yep. Focusing on the threat that China is posing to mm. our nation. Mm. China's trying to take PNG at the moment. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, mm. but they've been, uh, you know, they've done a deal to, to build a fishing port yep. in Papua New Guinea, right at the southern tip of Papua New Guinea, mm. just a nine iron from Australia, mm. shoring up that area. They've mm. also been dishing out COVID vaccines to Papua New Guinea mm. as well. Nothing sus about that at all, Nothing is Nothing sus about it. Mm. So there's, you know, they're trying to take 
PNG, and then they're going to take Australia. That's right. They've already taken New Zealand. Mm, mm. You might not be aware that Papua New Guinea is actually besotted with state of origin. I, it's their national sport. I have heard that, yes. Um, they have an incredible uh, affinity for origin. They love it. We've Over the years, we've had some famous Papua New Guinea players play state of origin. Yep. Can we just move game three to Papua New Guinea? Can we re-embrace Papua New Guinea? We need to build our relations up with Papua New Guinea, I think. Yep. So that when China comes knocking, and they already are, yep. but when they come knocking with earnest, in earnest and with conviction, yep. Yep. Papua New Guinea's got the balls to say, no, nah, we're right. We're, we're with Australia. <laughs> I think we need to do that, mate. I mean, look, all jokes aside, PNG's in the grip of a, of a real bad COVID um, breakout there at the mm. moment, but that shouldn't matter. Let's move game three to Port Moresby. Uh, we'll get Channel 9 up there. Um, we'll get the panel up there. We'll get Jonathan Thurston up there because we need this to stop China. I think it's one of the last things we can do to stop China really knocking down the door. That's right. If it's they take PNG, we're fucked. So let's just, you know, shore things up with Papua New Guinea. We've got a wonderful history yep. with Papua New Guinea going back to years, going back to wartime. That's right. We've always helped them out. Yep. They've always helped us out. Yep. Let's bring game three to Papua New Guinea and let's save Australia from China. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world.